0: Okay, there we go. We're recording. Yay. Okey dokey. Woo. Elden Akin, welcome back to the one, the only, the Grey Hour.
1: I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Jackie.
0: Oh, I am happy to have you here. So we're going back to our roots today. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So for people who maybe this is your first time seeing the show or for people who have watched the show before, uh, we have had countless conversations about ghosts and hauntings specifically. Uh, kind of what we personally believe to be true or untrue but i don't know if we've necessarily had a completely dedicated episode that actually dives into the science or rather what explains why people believe that they see ghosts
1: yeah i don't think we actually ever have i think looking back at all the episodes we've done i don't think we've ever once like jumped into you know how ghosts kind of work and why do we see we talked Mm -hmm. about passing yeah but i don't think we have ever actually like communicated all that jazz
0: yeah no we've definitely had a conversation about like what poltergeists are how they're different from ghosts which I will touch on like really briefly because I know I've talked about it before Mm -hmm. but for anybody who doesn't know I'm obsessed with ghosts Mm -hmm. Uh, I have been obsessed with ghosts for a very long time which is ironic because I'm the first person who is quick to debunk hauntings just Mm -hmm. because I'm so invested in the lore of ghosts that it's easy to kind of explain away a lot of things versus what an actual anecdotal experience might be kind of credible.
1: I feel like out of all the people that you know do happen to explain away hauntings knowledge jazz, I feel like someone who is knowledgeable about it is okay to do that like again Mm -hmm. it's one thing to believe in the topic wholeheartedly and actually enjoy it it's another thing to then look at it and say definitely 100% this is haunting because there are crazy people out there. There are people that think there are alligators in the sewers in New York. (laughs) There are people that think that reptile people control the world. So people will think what they want. So it's okay.
0: No, I I would have to agree. If you were to ask me today, I think that when we first started the show, I was very quick to jump to the conclusion of ghosts, Mm -hmm. fairies and things of the like. But if you were to ask me today, Uh, my response would be that i'm very very open to the idea of ghosts i think that there is a big possibility that they could be real but Mm -hmm. i also acknowledge the possibility that they either might not be or at the very least that not every single experience is paranormal if that makes sense i i do try to look for the logical explanation first before jumping to conclusions
1: and okay. again, I think that's a big thing is understanding that there are logical conclusions to most things is what happens. Like there's no, yeah. there's no hundred percent. That's not how this works. You don't get, you don't get a hundred percent and like, this is how it is. It's cut and dry, especially when it comes to ghosts. Like that's not how that works. Right.
0: So we're going to get right into it. So how I basically structured this episode is we're going to talk about what psychologists believe to be the simple explanation or not really simple. It's actually pretty complex, but what could possibly explain someone's anecdotal experience of seeing, hearing, or feeling the presence of ghosts. Mm-hmm. Then me and Eldon are going to do a couple of quizzes, just one, maybe two, depending on kind of how long it takes us to get through this, and then I will tell you what paranormal um, experts believe ghosts are, how they come to exist, and kind of why we have experiences with them. I like it. Yeah, okay. So coming straight off the heels of our dream episodes, I feel like I always end up talking about this subject, but one of the biggest explanations that theorists have in regards to someone who believes they may have seen a ghost is dreaming with your eyes open or AKA sleep paralysis. You know how freaky
1: that is though? Sorry, just to not to cut you off, but you know how freaky that is though? Like if you mentioned sleeping with your eyes open. And like you eyes are rapidly moving and you're seeing things. That'd be terrifying. <laughs>
0: That's friggin' terrible. I yeah. can contest to this. I won't go into it, but Eldon knows uh, I suffer from sleep paralysis, not as much as I used to, but I have personally seen things that could have easily been mistaken for paranormal, which I obviously know now were not real, mm-hmm. but effectively, if you don't know, sleep paralysis is a state where a person's mind pretty much wakes up, but your body doesn't. So when you fall asleep, like there are chemicals in your body that stop you from being able to move around too much when you sleep, pretty much just to avoid you hurting yourself. And the thing is, is that in this state, you can have extremely vivid, lucid dreams or hallucinations. So a lot of the time, your own fears or things that you definitely wouldn't want to see a dream can have an influence on what you see. Like for myself, I was terrified of the movie The Grudge, and one of my sleep paralysis hallucinations slash dreams was I saw the girl Yoko from The Grudge crawling on top of me. Oh. Yeah.
1: Ooh, Jackie. Gross. Yeah, I know.
0: So this can be one of the leading reasons why people may have believed that they have seen a ghost at the end of their bed or a monster in their closet or something like that or even as we've mentioned people believe they've nearly been abducted by aliens it could all really just be the wonderful science of sleep paralysis Most
1: crazy folks
0: yeah it is but fun fact dilden atkin yeah. similarly would you believe me if i told you that almost 100 of us have experienced mild hallucinations while we were awake without even realizing what they were
1: I would have to agree I think uh, I think honestly I think there's if you look in the grand scheme of things I think uh, you can't get through your every normal day without having like or at least like it, it, I've been tired and seeing things out of the corner of my eye mm-hmm. all the time like when I get super tired or I'm like I'm super if I'm playing like video games late at night and like I'm I'm like amped up and then I see something it it, it just kind of happens or you're walking outside and you in the way that like the sunlight hits a tree and it kind of sh- like forms a shape and you think something's there I think there's there's no way that you could ever not experience a hallucination.
0: Well, that I'm super glad that you provided that explanation because this is exactly what psychologists pretty much explain. So they believe that the complex circuitry of the brain receives so much information in a day that it can, in fact, occasionally misfire signals or misinterpret certain things that we see or hear and actually begin perceiving things that simply aren't there. So if you've ever felt like you're suddenly being watched when no one is there, you see a figure in the corner of your eye, kind of like you mentioned, or you may even think that you feel or see the presence of a loved one who maybe recently passed away. If you pair that with the power of something like suggestion, um, for example, going to an allegedly haunted place, our emotions begin to intermix with our heightened senses of perception to create basically false experiences such mm-hmm. as hearing, seeing, or feeling ghosts.
1: That's, and I think that's the thing, again, the way, like the way the brain works, I was talking to my friend about this um, actually yesterday, because I went, mm. I went to I, a lady late. Oh, I did it again. A lady waved at me. And he's like, why are you waving? back? Why are you waving? I said, oh, a lady waved to me. But i said a lady waved to me. Your brain misfunctions all the time. Yeah, And it's something <laughs> so complex that a simple like a single malfunction could lead to huge amounts of things
0: mm-hmm, exactly if you think about it the brain has a super difficult job because it basically fills in the gaps of perception that your eyes don't pick up on like sight sound and all that type am sorry not sight obviously your eyes see but sounds and other things that are going on in the world around you as your eyes receive your brain has to process all of that information mm-hmm. so it's definitely not out of the scope of possibility that not everything we experience is exactly what we believe it to be, which would explain why some people might see ghosts while other people don't. We could just be trying to pay attention to too many things at once. Your video game example is a great example of that. While someone else is simply more focused on maybe one or two things and therefore less likely to be affected by this phenomenon
1: definitely and I think I think the huge thing is again especially in like today's time so I was reading an article a little while back at the start of the lockdown like our first lockdown mm. and people have been supposedly having more lucid dreams mm. um, because our brains have been almost under stimulated where the sense where we don't leave our houses like our houses are our domains now um, yeah. so we don't have anything to do so we're not we're not talking to you know friends outside outside we're not going outside and experiencing and so all, your brain kind of just looks inside and and uses that as an escape. So yeah. it makes total sense if all of a sudden I'm seeing dancing leprechauns or, <laughs> in dresses, like you never know.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Sometimes because our brains are so complex and try to absorb information there's actually moments where we can completely miss things that actually are in the immediate world around us. Mm -hmm. And psychologists call it inattentional blindness. So there's this really interesting video. I'm not going to show it just because it's not super long, but I'm going to explain it to you just because it's easier. But there's this video where these students are dressed in black and white shirts playing basketball and they're passing the ball back and forth. So when your brain is busy trying to make sense of the video and count how many times they pass the ball, there are people that completely miss the fact that there is a dude in a gorilla suit that walks through the frame. I've definitely seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people won't even see him the first time because you're focusing on something like, you know, passing a ball back and forth and the tricks with the colors, like the interchanging of the black and white shirts. It just goes to show more or less that our brains can perceive information that isn't true and then it can completely discount or ignore information that is true. So that's just kind of a it's a notch for the psychologists who don't believe that ghosts are real.
1: No, I think that's definitely a big thing. I think one of the, like you look at zebras and zebras are multi, like they're all blend in because it's hard for the eye to judge. So it gets, it gets kind of lost in the details. Mm. And there's tons of times where like, If the picture directs you to see something, you most often will take the easiest path to see that thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And this is super interesting because psychologists also believe, and if anybody knows me, um, I actually took a class in college about critical thinking and just like having studied journalism, it's such an important skill to have, but they believe that people who have stronger critical thinking skills are less likely to experience the paranormal because they're able to better focus and rationalize with their surroundings. Whereas somebody who avidly believes in the paranormal are more open to perceiving otherwise normal or explainable experiences and come to the conclusion that they are ghosts. And kind of, as I mentioned further with um, you know, like uh, the power of what was it? I'll think of it eventually. Persuasion. Yeah, power of persuasion. All of these experiences can be further exasperated by kind of a confirmation bias that comes from another person. So if you've ever like seen, I know that there are YouTubers that talk about like shared experiences that they've had where they both believe that they have seen heard or felt ghosts. Mm -hmm. Um, They can often feel a lot more real than if you just had the experience by yourself because you have someone effectively confirming whatever you believe heard, saw, or felt. But in actuality, you could just be unintentionally feeding into somewhat of a shared delusion in a way. Because you both begin filling in the gaps of the experience of the story as you go. So it's like someone who says, I saw a man in a white shirt. And then your friend joins in and said, yeah, it was an old shirt and he had no hair. And then you start kind of going back and forth. And whether or not you actually realize it, you're both kind of fabricating a story simply because you had a shared experience that you both believe that in some aspect it was true.
1: That's definitely a thing again, I talked about this before I think we talked about this lots of times um, even on Elden's Ark and it's called the uh, like the red panda theory. Yes. and if an animal escapes from the zoo and you broadcast it and then you secretly find it and take it back, people will still report seeing it because they want to see it. Yes. Um, it's a very easy thing when you, when your brain wants you to see something, you will see it. That's how these how these things happen unfortunately. Um, we, again we, we are the smartest animals on the planet supposedly. And mm-hmm. our brain can misfire or get into like this little like funnel of what it wants and it won't come out of that. It'll just sit there and say, This is the easiest path. I will happily be delusional because it's easier to be delusional than to actually critically think and say, is that really a red pant in that tree?
0: Yeah, exactly. Or a ghost. Yeah, or a ghost. Just hiding in a tree like boo elder well, napkin out for you. Boo.
1: I don't think I'd be afraid of ghosts if they were like tree ghosts.
0: Honestly, like, I, I in general. Did you see it? would
1: it it be like would it just be like a foggy form in front of the tree branch
0: well that that i'll get into this more later but if you actually do believe in the idea that ghosts need to feed on energy in order to properly manifest it would really depend like some people see like full like staunch apparitions that are opaque and they look like people while others like oh they're kind of misty they're kind of this but we'll Mm -hmm. explore that a little more But um, it's also important for me to mention that there are a lot of psychological studies on the subject of how others can not only influence our social behavior, but even our own perception of our own experiences. That's why gaslighting is such like a messed up thing to do with someone because you can literally begin to kind of warp their sense of reality by making them feel crazy by pretty much telling them that what they experienced didn't happen. And it's no different than insisting that not only did what they believe happened did, but that you also saw, you know, bits and pieces to add to the story, if that makes sense. I feel like it went on a whole tangent. No, there, that's, that's honestly, it's did. true.
1: Again, the human brain, as I mentioned before, takes the easiest way out.
0: Mm-hmm. We have
1: so much to like to go through in a single day. Every time like, we, we absorb images upside down. So that's our first thing. Our brain has to fix that. Yeah. So there's so much where if, if, it can be persuaded into a column that is easier. Like it's mm. no one, we have free thinking, but sometimes it's easier for someone to direct, like, to direct you in that one, that one path. Yeah. Um, like, why should I think of an idea when I can just follow somebody else's really good idea?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you can make of stuff, the, it's easy. Yeah. You could make the argument that for both of us, like we both love talking about fairies because we both have particular beliefs in that area. Like you could bring the two of us to a forest and we would start picking out all the things that could be the sightings of fairies and then have the influence on each other believing that oh there's a fairy here. We're just tripping out in the woods. Yeah, exactly. We're just out there tripping out in the woods, inspecting mushrooms. There was definitely a fairy (laughs) There's a fairy and the mushrooms and the trees. Oh my gosh, But of course, I have to quickly say that we really can't have this conversation about hallucinations, delusions, um, and those types of experiences without acknowledging the fact that there are serious mental illnesses that can cause these experiences. Mm-hmm. So I have to take a second to quickly urge anyone who is having continued either hallucinations or believe that they're seeing things to have a genuine conversation with either you know, your GP or another medical psychological, professional but the last bit that we have to talk about in terms of explaining hauntings or sightings of ghosts is false hauntings and staged hauntings literally things that are faked that are intentionally misleading that are fabricated created edited as proof of the paranormal so obviously, we have all seen terrifying poltergeist videos on YouTube or Facebook, where you're seeing things flying everywhere, cupboards are thrown open, plates are being chucked against walls. I just spat. I'm so sorry. And you know, you see things being trashed by an unseen force, and it's so convincing because you can sit there and say, like, there's no way that a person could do that themselves. But the reality of a technologically advanced age is that these things can be faked, you know. There are people with great editing skills that know how to do this, that know how to make it look convincing. I remember personally seeing a video, I believe it was on YouTube. It was in a compilation of scariest videos on YouTube where these two girls are filming. They're quite young, maybe like 13. And you see a ghost poke its head like around the top of a doorway. And it's a girl with dark hair and white dress. You see the girls run out and you see the ghost again in the window. And yeah, it's very scary. And you might think, like, oh my God, that's sure fireproof. But I looked at it and it was like, it would be easy enough to fake. Oh, like yeah. even somebody totally. like me, like both me and Eldon have um experience with filming, editing, mm-hmm. him probably a little more extensive than me. I think I've lost
1: my practice.
0: It's very it wouldn't I wouldn't say it's simple in the terms of like, of course, it would be work, it would probably take hours to make it look convincing, but it's not. It's very, It wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's simple in the terms of like, of course it would be work it'd probably take hours to make it look convincing but it's not impossible. Regular people who know how Adobe Suite works could make a pretty convincing ghost video with no more than a couple of people some filters and blurry camera footage.
1: Yeah, and again, if, if you like you fall into the trap where if you're watching those scary videos, you know what you want to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you, if someone says, "Here, look in this video. There's a secret bear hiding somewhere." You will, you will find the bear. Your brain will be like, "I gotta find this thing." It's a, it's a, it's a where's a Waldo situation. Yeah. If it's a scary video, you will find the scary thing. Now, hear me out though. What if? Okay. I, I know, I know. I haven't given any good, <laughs> any good theories yet. Okay. What if the plates falling, everything, things getting trashed, is actually? invisible raccoons now hear me out okay (laughs) we're talking we're talking hypothetical we've had invisible goat we've had invisible dogs fighting on the floor yeah invisible raccoons break into your house why has no one seen them they're invisible that's (laughs) why poltergeist i was thinking that they ransacked they ransacked like the, the the freezer why are they ransacking the freezer? Because they're hungry. Because they're raccoons. Mm-hmm,
0: the raccoons. Why are they
1: smashing the plates? Because they want to do that. They're crazy. Why? Like <laughs> it, it, it's it's all ties in. Hear me out though. You check. I'm
0: listening. It. No, I'm you listening. Check this
1: theory out. Because again, has anyone ever tried to get involved in it and try to stop it? No. So maybe it's just like a bunch of raccoons doing all this. Because you don't want to get close. No. You don't know if it's a polar mm-hmm. Just think on it. Okay. Come I, back. You know
0: what? Maybe we will have an entire episode dedicated to the potential science behind being invisible because we talk about it all the time like the invisible dogs I know a lot of people aren't going to understand that context and I won't get into it go watch our other episodes from like a couple of years ago you'll find it Mm -hmm. but uh that would be interesting Mm -hmm. we're gonna take a quiz break now if that's okay with you and then we're gonna get into what paranormal experts, and I'm not doing air quotes to be disrespectful. It's just that there's little to no actual like educational credential behind being a paranormal expert. It is pretty much research and experience based. So when I do this, it's not to be a jerk. You know what I mean? You can be Mm. an expert in your field without having credentials, but I do feel like I have to differentiate um, the difference between an uh, expert in psychology and an expert in the paranormal.
1: Cool. I like it.
0: Yeah. So how about we start with, do you actually see ghosts? Mm-hmm. And this one is by our favorite quiz platform to date, Playbuzz.
1: We haven't been on Playbuzz such a long time.
0: I know. Okay. So let's, let's do this all the And I so start- yeah. So I already kind of vetted this quiz a little bit, but basically yeah. me and Eldon are going to be looking at a series of photos and we're going to see if we can see the ghosts in them. Now, because it is photo-based, what I think I'm going to do is I will share my screen so that people, uh, we're going to see if the other people can also, our viewers, I should say. When did you put glasses on?
1: <laughs> oh, a while back again. I know you don't, I know you don't look at me while, I, while you do this. So I just kind of play around until- yeah. I-
0: for anyone who doesn't know i do have a point form script that i look at to make sure that i don't get off track i don't look at eldon not because i'm being disrespectful I like, but I like you a lot you're a nice guy, you're a nice guy Elden. Thanks. anyway so i'm going to share my screen now
1: share away i look kind of bald like this
0: <laughs> well at least now you know what you look like here we go mm-hmm. i will maximize all your ads
1: you don't have ad blocker do you
0: no i don't
1: god jackie i'm
0: sorry go away
1: anyway page design
0: this really quickly when i was vetting this quiz this picture actually startled me i don't startle very easily look you just mentioned ad (laughs) blocker what the
1: heck oh my god i said the word and it's like the
0: government is watching me um, let's do this So for number
1: one that's just about this quiz
0: mm.
1: is that a ghost on the on the banister or is that supposed to be poking out of the door like I don't know what I'm looking at here
0: I think it's poking out of the door but I didn't see it at first and it scared the patootie out of me when wow. I realized it was there so obviously the it, me and Elvin are both going to click one because yeah, yeah.
1: I don't see any. Yeah, I didn't see any. And then there's supposed to be ghosts in this one. Oh, hold on. What the heck? Huh? I don't see any ghosts. Uh, um well okay, maybe maybe I see one ghost. Where? I don't see um, a ghost. Oh no, don't
0: tell me. Don't tell me because we have to see if I see ghosts or not.
1: Okay. Well I have to take this quiz. I'll take the quiz after quickly. Okay, so you don't see any ghosts. There's no
0: zero? No. What? No, okay. So I'm going to just guess three because I feel like if any place in this picture was going to play tricks on your eyes, it would probably be up here.
1: Yeah. Why? So do you... I don't
0: see any faces in the sand or anything.
1: Well, is that supposed to be a person standing on top of that tree?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be it. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go with three.
1: Um, how about this image? Anyone weird here? I mean, number five doesn't have hair. The person next to them—that kind of weird. Oh, maybe they do. Oh, it's blending into the shirt. Ooh, i didn't see that one coming
0: that this one, one
1: black and white so black and white's so hard as hell though that's the thing is they get you with black and white because you don't know you just you don't know
0: all i know is that this picture does unsettle me quite a bit i'm gonna go with this one i think just this little girl's face is tripping me out and i'm not trying to make fun of her or anything yeah. but um yeah that wait no 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 unit. it's look it's
1: like, this person unit of a kid in the back though beside number two that guy's huge. Oh my oh. god!
0: But I'm gonna go. I'm, I changed my mind. I'm going with four because this this person. i
1: are in a jacket. Everyone else isn't wearing a jacket. Look at
0: her face. Just looks a little warped.
1: Yeah, true that.
0: I'm gonna go with four.
1: Okay. Okay. What about this dude? Extra face. We gotta find it. Um, number two
0: it's number two look at that guy without a face we're looking for the extra face
1: i know but there's also he's also standing in front of somebody oh but i think number two because you can see a guy behind like a shoulder i don't know Jacqueline graves (laughs) i'm gonna go with number two i
0: think it's this guy it's Uh, number one
1: you can think number one
0: i'm gonna go with number one i think i think
1: this one i think this quiz is kind of dumb because there's no zeros
0: oh damn there's a face
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't see. That. <laughs> I it's a face. I don't really see a face. Let's see reflection.
0: I see a face. That's a face. Mm. It look. I sh- I shouldn't say it's a face. I should say it looks like a face. So okay, okay. Num- yeah, number one is closer to Let's it. Let's see
1: what you get, Jacqueline. We'll see. and do oh, you fancy I, I already
0: I see it. I already see it. I already or? see it. How is Class- that a ghost? Classic lady in a white dress. Do you not? It's see a
1: hospital. It? She's not going to a wedding.
0: She might have been on her way to a wedding and she got hit by a car, brought to the hospital, died here. Fight me about Maybe. it. I'm,
1: gonna I'm go. not gonna fight you about it. Okay. No, no fighting and no fighting. Hello. This oh. thing This was weird, Jacqueline. <laughs> I see dead people. You must be new here. Nope, you're not you're a non-believer, Jackie. You don't see no ghosts.
0: I saw all them ghosts. No ghosts
1: for Jackie. She doesn't believe in ghosts. Haha. <laughs>
0: Well, I think that that's malarkey.
1: Mm-hmm. No ghost believer, Jacqueline.
0: Well, you know what? That actually does make sense because uh, every experience I've had with ghosts has never been visual. I've never seen. Uh, Mm-mm. 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 I'm going to stop sharing my screen now because this next, yeah, this next quiz doesn't require it. Okay.
1: So this okay. is my thing with, with these kind of quizzes. Um, I'm going to take mine quickly right now. But... Yeah. Uh, I don't like these kinds of quizzes where they force you to uh, kind of decide. This one's awful. awful, awful. First of all, very weirdly worded because you choose a number where the person could be. They don't let you. They don't see like, do you see it? Do you not see it? Yeah. Where is it? They don't tell you like if there was answers, they might be able to do it. But you could guess this. You could honestly just guess through this and and win.
0: Yeah. I was Um, pretty sure like I got them all, but I don't know.
1: And also the numbers aren't super
0: close. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so for me, just clicking buttons, I got a non-believer as well.
0: Okay. Oh, damn.
1: I don't see no ghosts.
0: Okay, that's okay. We're going to move over to our BuzzFeed quiz. And I believe we've done um, quizzes by Ange- uh, sorry, Angelica Martinez before. Mm-hmm. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. I think but so. we're going to do a quiz on um, psychic powers. Oogie because boogie. a lot of people believe that um, if you're psychic, you are more capable of perceiving ghosts. So me and Elden are gonna do this quiz to see whether or not we are psychic. Ooh.
1: Yes. Okay, first one, here we go, Jackie, buckle okay. up. Yep. We're, we're going in. All right, here we go. You're walking through the forest and come across this fork in the road. One path will lead you to safety um, while another will lead to a family of hungry bears. I actually, there's different words there, but I changed it. Which way do you go, left or right? Your choice. Don't Why? tell me, Jack. Okay. What do you believe? Next. You're presented with three cups and told you have to drink one of them. Two of them are poisonous and one is not. Which one do you choose? We have blue, yellow, and orange. Pick.
0: Oh,
1: dang. Next. You open your door and find an unmarked sealed box on your doorstep. What do you think is inside of it? A bomb. A sweater, (laughs) a basketball, four boxes of macaroni and cheese, or nothing? Make your pick.
0: Okay, you know what? I was going to go for four boxes of macaroni and cheese. I believed that to be true. But then I'm like, oh, no, it's going to be a trick question. It's going to be there's nothing inside. So I'm restarting because that's not fair.
1: Yeah, okay. I got that one wrong. Um, just before we, let's just go back, did, which one did you pick for left or right?
0: Uh, I picked left.
1: I picked left as well. For the cup, which one did you pick? Blue. I picked yellow. I survived, Jackie died by the way. Um, next up. You're sitting across the room when you hear the phone ring. You can't see the caller ID and you weren't expecting a call from anyone. Still, you feel you know who it is and before you even get up to check it, who is it? We have your best friend, your doctor. Your mother or your coworker? I was I picked wrong.
0: I picked correct. I said my best friend.
1: I said my mom because my friends don't call me. be text. <laughs> um, your significant other has something special planned for you, but they want to surprise you. You cover your eyes the whole ride there and don't peek. When you're finally when you finally arrive, they ask you to guess where you are before the big reveal. What's your guess? A hidden beach, a gorgeous park, a new museum, or a trendy restaurant. Well, I'm gonna pick what I like. I was wrong, also.
0: Same. I picked a beach because I'm like, to be honest, my partner would never blindfold me and take me anywhere because I don't like surprises. But yeah, it was the, it was between a beach or a restaurant for me.
1: Mm-hmm. I picked a museum because I like mm. museums because I wouldn't want to go to a trendy restaurant, a gorgeous park, nor a beach. Especially a hidden one. That gives me like killer vibes. I'm going to blindfold you. Come up to this beach. No one knows we're here. One of okay. these cards is a seven of diamonds. Do you know which one it is? We have a card one, two, and three. Card one is black. Card two is red. And card three is... I'm going to say an aqua kind of color. Cyan. Yeah,
0: yeah kind of like a... what the heck is that color? Teal.
1: Sure, that's a good one. Pick your card, Jackie. I
0: got it wrong. I picked the red card.
1: I picked card number one. It was card number three. And Matt is thinking of a number between one and 50. Uh-oh. He says if you can correctly guess the number, he'll give you $1 million. What number is he thinking of? We have four, 17, 23, and 44. Yikes. What did you pick? 23.
0: I picked 44, and I was okay, correct. Well,
1: Jackie's getting a million bucks, and I'm getting <laughs> nothing. First yeah. of all, why don't I just mug Matt at this point? We know he's got a million bucks on him.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, okay, he's wearing a he's wearing a, a a sweater vest, or he's wearing a sweater over a nice shirt. I can take, it. I can take that. Um, next, we have a friend holds up a gift bag and says they have a surprise for you. Before they hand it to you, though, they ask you to guess what's in it. What is in the bag? A snow globe, two paperback books, four pairs of socks, or five hundred piece puzzle. If my if my friends no me there's only one answer
0: yeah there would be two paperback books
1: Mm-hmm. and it was and then you're being chased in a long hall hallway and you see three doors up ahead two of them are locked which one isn't we have a orange a green and a blue door wow oh i'm dead
0: yeah same yeah but i got my results yep So I am a little psychic and I did 90% better than most of the quiz takers because I got five out of the nine answers, right? Maybe you just got lucky or maybe you're a little psychic and haven't figured it all out yet. Only time will tell.
1: I'm not psychic at all. Um, It says you're probably not psychic, but that's okay. Being psychic isn't for everybody. And that's why I scored 60% better than other quiz takers, which means I only got three right. So most people get this one these kinds of things I understand but I also mm-hmm. hate these kinds of things because it's not psychic it's not oh, no psychic. it's
0: really not I mean it's just guessing yeah you're literally just guessing because you're putting yourself in you know the place of you and more or less whatever and the color trick is really it, that messes people up like the mm-hmm. door question my mind immediately went to the green door because it me stood too. out to me the most you yep. know what I mean But that's okay. We won't dwell on it. Instead, we're going to begin talking about what paranormal experts actually believe ghosts are and why people see and experience them. So if you ask people who believe in the paranormal, the commonly accepted theory as to what a ghost actually is is pretty simple. And it's that they are the soul slash spirit of a person, or sometimes an animal, who is passed on from their physical body and into the uh, spiritual world
1: i like the idea i like the idea of ghost animals i do
0: me too I, like, I think are...
1: it's i think it's one thing to look forward to in the afterlife if there is an afterlife or if i'm a ghost roaming the earth i want to be able to run into ghost animals ghost i want to see animals a ghost dog chasing a ghost squirrel and i want to see a ghost bear trying to maul somebody but he can't because he's a ghost like that's the kind of fun <laughs> stuff you want to see
0: yeah.
1: and again exactly. if every if it's based on the soul then you want to think Hope that man's best friend, or in this case, since man's best friend is not really right, uh, humanity's best friend, you know, dogs, maybe cats, maybe a pet rabbit. I want to see them in the afterlife if there's one.
0: Exactly. No, I'd have to agree. But anyway, um, it's argued that spirits remain behind rather than passing into whatever afterlife you may or may not believe in, more or less because they either become lost or they choose to stay behind, which we will get into all the reasons why that might be in a minute. Mm -hmm. So if you buy into this concept, then you believe that upon dying, Our souls or spirits leave our physical form and make the transition into the afterlife. But for one reason or another, the soul chooses to stay behind in sort of the living world, usually in a familiar place or the place of death. So paranormal experts believe that there's a lot of reasons why ghosts might choose to stay behind instead of sort of crossing over or moving on to whatever perceived afterlife you believe in. And as I've mentioned in previous um, episodes, a particularly tragic or violent death can cause a person's spirit to basically be ripped from the body with little time to actually register what happened. Or in other cases, the trauma of the situation can be very confusing to somebody who dies in the spirit. And it can make it impossible for them to effectively find the path that leads them to the afterlife.
1: So, not to cut you off, Jackie, okay. but question, question.
0: Mm-hmm. One,
1: yeah. Right? So, if I make myself be violently murdered somewhere, I can not guarantee, but have a high chance of haunting that location afterwards.
0: Possibly, but I think it. I I would say maybe. But I'm also going to suggest that you don't do that, and that nobody at home takes out in suggestion.
1: Okay, hear me out. Let's say, let's say I want to haunt like a laundromat. There's not a lot of violent killings at laundromats, mm-hmm. so what if I start one or like stage one, and that's where I go? Is there a chance I will? Is there like a ratio of like percentages of being able to haunt things, or do I have to like? Can I not know about it beforehand? Do I have to like mm-hmm. hire a contract killer and then forget? Like, what's the plan here? How do I get to be? How do I get my number one haunting spot when we're done with this?
0: Okay. So, just so everyone at home knows, I am a computer desk expert in ghosts, but it, there is no like 100% like factual, this is how it is. It's a very abstract sort of concept. Mm-hmm. For me personally, the best way. To ensure that you stay behind as a ghost is to have a strong attachment to something or someone which actually leads into why a spirit might stay behind now of course being violently murdered or well not or killed but being violently murdered or dying very suddenly is definitely a way that ghosts allegedly um, end up staying behind in the afterlife but another reason spirits might stay behind is that for one reason or another you know, they haven't realized that they passed on and they might remain in the undead plane looking for family members, children, possessions, and other things. But as well, sometimes they just don't want to move on. Um, you might be particularly fond or attached to a location. Let's just say that Eldon really loves the coin laundry mat around the corner that his mom always washed all of his clothes at. So if you have a lot of affinity for that place and you you know, you see yourself like spending a lot of time there. If you pass on, there's a potential chance that you would stay there. But this isn't limited to places. You can also be attached to certain items, um, a person even. And sometimes ghosts just stay behind because they want to stay with these people or these items for reasons of protection uh protection or even comfort like um, if a small child passes away maybe they become attached to a particular type of toy that they like have haunt
1: the kid no. oh correct I, I see what you mean now yeah okay say so what, okay. so what if I what, so if I pass on and I like and I have a kid I can haunt him <laughs> Boo, i'm your ghost dad Ooh, well i, I mean so, sitcom my ghost dad
0: my ghost dad pretty good but uh yeah no ghosts will stay behind for other people um you know um if maybe you've been married for like 50 years and then your spouse dies before you maybe they stay behind until you know you're ready to pass on so you can make the transition or you know maybe you um you're a grandparent and you pass away as grandparents often do, and you decide to stay behind to either comfort your children or your grandchildren. Maybe you want to stick around the family home to see your family grow up and you're just not ready to go. Mm -hmm. So sometimes ghosts, you know, they just make the decision not to move on. But another reason, and this one is the one that's like really sad, but fear can be a reason that spirits don't end up crossing over um especially the ones who believe in the concepts of hell they might be afraid that if they cross over they're not going to make it into heaven maybe they did something bad in their life maybe they believe that they didn't go to church enough or maybe they did something particularly bad right before they died so they don't want to kind of cross over because they don't want to be punished or you could just be a ghost like myself, I'm not a ghost, but a ghost? I could be. I, I could. I could be an atheist. You ghost.
1: were so pale when I first met you; I could see it. I'm also pale, so but it's okay.
0: True, but um, having a fear of the unknown—you know—you could have been an atheist your entire life, and then you pass away. You're a ghost. You realize, damn, there's something here, and I don't know what's beyond this. So maybe I don't want to go because I don't want to find out. And that's not all the reasons why ghosts will typically stay behind or manifest, but they're like the major reasons. But if you want to move on just from the concepts of souls and spirits, kind of in the metaphysical way, it's also believed that we've all heard the term energy can only be created and not destroyed. So a lot of paranormal experts actually think that ghosts are really just the energy imprint of people who have released all of the energy of their life from their body, which is why ghosts are believed to give off electromagnetic frequencies or energy.
1: And that's why you can catch them in vacuums.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Now, okay, hear me out if energy is never dispelled in that sense let's say energy just keeps recycling into the surface of the earth and it never goes away Mm -hmm. technically does that mean that we can have like a big plant that just sucks in the ghosts and changes the energy into reusable energy could i power my car with ghosts ghost powered car
0: that's an interesting concept but the problem with ghosts is ghosts have to constantly absorb energy to exist, so it would be a very self-depleting energy source. You would effectively have to find ghosts that absorb a lot, have already absorbed a lot of energy, and for those of you who are looking at me like I'm crazy, the, the belief is basically that in order for ghosts to be able to really move around and exist in the physical living world is they have to consistently absorb energy whether it's from appliances, whether it's from the immediate area around you, which would explain cold spots and why some ghosts intentionally scare or intimidate people because your emotional energy, your fear energy can kind of fuel them and make them more capable of actually manifesting into a physical form where you can Mm -hmm. actually see them and they can do tangible things like move objects. So if you wanted to power something with ghosts, i don't know of any vessel that can actually hold ghosts yet yet but i would i don't think it would be an efficient energy source to be quite honest okay
1: okay what if hear me out another one we have like when we have the storage we just stick it in a car and then it sucks the ghosts out of the air into the car and it transforms them into the power source
0: i am I don't know, Eldon.
1: (laughs) Ghost-powered car. Coming to you 2022. Check it out.
0: Ghost-powered.
1: This is my prediction right now.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So as I already kind of explained this, but um, ghosts require energy to manifest themselves, and that's what's commonly believed, to either enter into a physical form or at least an opaque form and to have the ability to move objects or even interact with other people, such as Mm -hmm. the living. And this, again, might explain why certain spirits will harass or scare living people, because negative energy, allegedly, is a very strong source of energy, and it gives them more strength. And another explanation that experts offer in the paranormal community is it actually kind of disproves hauntings in a way, ironically enough. Okay. So I mentioned um, electromagnetic Um, energy. And it's believed that certain household items like generators or anything that powers electricity Mm -hmm. um, can have a high level of this electromagnetic energy. And they believe that there are people who are very sensitive to this type of energy. And it can actually cause something that they kind of classify as false hauntings, where because you are a sensitive person to this energy, you pretty much start having hallucination type experiences that imitate the signs of a typical haunting like feelings of being watched whispers in the dark and even physical sightings of ghosts
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I lo- again it, it makes sense because it, like you've heard that where you're sitting alone and you all of a sudden hear that high-pitched whine
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah. you, as you turn your head it comes and goes yeah it's also a thing because like there are there are so many different um You know, rays or waves through the air that we don't exactly know how they interface with the human, like, you know, human mind and human Mm -hmm. psyche. And again, you can also just be crazy. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'll put it out there. I'll I'll be the one to say it. I'll be the one Mm -hmm. to say it. Maybe you're seeing ghosts because you're crazy. Maybe you're not. Who knows?
0: It's possible. Now, another theory that kind of ties into what we've talked about, but it's also believed that ghosts can actually just be memories that are playing in a continuous loop this lends itself to the aspect of energy imprints that are kind of left behind but more or less um some people believe that a spirit might be stuck in a memory loop where they're tied to a certain place even going so far as we tied to a certain room in a certain house where they either relive um some significant memory of theirs or even relive their death in a never-ending sort of
1: loop on that sorry to cut you off again on that idea let's say it's a never-ending loop could i have a ghost do my laundry eternally all i have to do is bring them the basket and they and they just go through the motions putting it in washing it taking it out bringing it away like is that an option
0: that would be a very hard thing to cultivate because you would have to ensure that that action was significant enough to that person that they would want to basically relive that or you don't always want to relive the experience that you get stuck so in, what
1: but... if what if they got stuck in it what if they died doing the laundry and now that's all they want that's all they do alternatively new theory i thought of, i've been thinking about this but i did not want to interrupt <laughs> you beforehand are modern day banshees just gonna do your laundry instead of washing it you look at old day banshees they they wash the clothes of the dead ones with right. a sponge and they have like the washboard We don't mm-hmm. use that anymore so they're gonna like have to like strip me down take my laundry basket over to the laundry, the washing machine stuff it in there i it's all gotta be cold water hot water make my clothes shrink like they is that do, they, do you think they change with the times or is like a a banshee gonna haul in a wash tub from the like down up the stairs and then down the stairs and then it's gonna have to pull out the washer
0: i don't have the answers come on there's gotta the be only. modern day
1: ghosts there's gotta be some modern day ghosts
0: I have not the slightest idea for you, Eldon Atkin, but do you want to briefly talk about poltergeists since yeah, I mentioned I think, them at the start of the show?
1: Definitely. And I think poltergeists, um, again, it was a sensation when that movie came out yep. way back before I was born. Um, yep. And I feel like, again, when you have a, a movie that kind of sparks that idea or that... Um, Ah, what's the word? Mindset of there mm. being this like maleficent or malevolent um, kind of being that you know plays with your toaster. um yeah. that can definitely, I think, make people see that. Again, it's been proven that when the masses are told to this is something is true, usually they go along with it because it's easier to go along with it than not to.
0: Yeah, and you know what? That's fair. But I do want to briefly say that the poltergeist movie in my professional opinion was not a great or i should say realistic Mm. uh, representation of what a poltergeist actually is so a lot of people think that poltergeists are basically just evil ghosts but i i've had to explain this to a few people a few times but poltergeists are not people spirits they are literally if you believe in the idea of emotional energy having an impact in the world around you it is believed that poltergeists are the manifestation of angst, uh, anger, self-loathing, and very negative, negative feelings that manifests into a mischievous or a potentially violent entity. They mm-hmm. are in sense a spirit in a way, but they have never lived. They are not human. They are literally just the manifestation of a lot of really negative energy. And people allegedly can create them themselves, even if they are the person being targeted by the poltergeist. So if you have a lot of issues with anxiety, anxiety, angst, self-loathing, grief, you could apparently and allegedly manifest this thing that literally begins tormenting you.
1: Ooh,
0: yes. So that is what a poltergeist actually is. And for the very last one, and this really only applies to people who believe in this sort of thing but sometimes experts believe that a lot of hauntings are not actually done by people ghosts but they are in fact demons
1: so I was really getting psyched up for the raccoons here you set it up for something so good raccoon ghosts i was i was waiting for it jackie and it was a swing and a miss
0: demons
1: oh oh
0: <laughs> demons demons so The thing about demons, if you believe in such things, is that they can be very um, malevolent and they can be very nasty, but they can also be very tricksy. Um, I've heard many a story, many of a retelling of people who believe that they're seeing like a ghost of a little girl who, you know, wants to play with their kids or the ghost of a loved one that actually turns out to be a demon that's trying to either ruin your life, do harm to you, or even possibly possess you. And of course, in such cases, um, we have to get into kind of you know, what you need to do if you believe in being haunted, if you specifically believe you're being haunted by a demon, contact your local church, I can't help you. (laughs) But um, what to do if you believe you're being haunted? Actually, please, please, please 100% consider your mental health and any medications that you are taking. As someone who has taken mental health medication myself, they do have side effects and it could be attributing to lucid or um, intrusive dreams, thoughts, hallucinations, delusions. Um, And another big one is check your carbon monoxide detectors because that can trip your brain up and make you believe that you're seeing and hearing things. So if you have a carbon monoxide detector, I would hope that most people do check that. Uh, Check for mold apparently mold can also cause you to see see things. spores. Mm -hmm, Exactly and think critically not everything is paranormal you know just because that door opened it could have been a draft just because you think you saw something out of the corner of your eye doesn't mean it's a ghost as me and Eldon talked about extensively sometimes your mind can't make sense of everything that it sees or doesn't see um and if everything persists if you are absolutely positive that you are being haunted I have said this many a time but ghosts are people too
1: <laughs> I love I'm sorry <laughs> but I love that though you're like they have they should be treated with respect ghosts that's, are people too
0: that's exactly what I had to say treat them with respect don't incite them don't bother them don't if you're here give me a sign if a ghost wants you to know whether or not they are there they will make it known to you but otherwise you can coincide peacefully with ghosts it doesn't have to be a big deal now if you feel like you're really afraid of this ghost maybe you're not comfortable with them being here or if you feel that they're scaring oh, you, intimidating you, um then I'm going to suggest that you look in your local area for a spiritual healer or guide of hunter. some sort. <laughs> don't go to I'm not going to say don't go to ghost hunters because ghost I hunters, actually respect what they do. So you, they are an option, but they more so just prove whether or not your house is haunted. They can't really get most can't really get rid of ghosts.
1: Yep. So see three.
0: maybe right. um if you're religious, you can reach out to your local church, you can reach out to local mediums, Just make, you know, you have to be careful because there's a lot of scammers out there. Mm -hmm. That's why I would encourage more of a spiritual healer type of person to have your home cleansed. This is typically done um, by burning white sage and wafting it over all four corners of the space that you live in. Um, I'm going to quickly say that, again, if you believe in this, I believe to a point, but don't cleanse your own home if you've never done it before.
1: Burn your house down.
0: Well, for that- No more
1: ghosts, no more house, you
0: <laughs> For that reason, and because allegedly this can make angry spirits very upset if you're trying to get rid of them, and if you don't do it correctly, you might have a bigger problem on your hands.
1: Can you imagine that, though, like the fire department rolls up to your house, and you're like, it's okay, it's supposed to be happening, don't put the fire out, and you're like, why? I'm like, I'm burning the house down, we had a ghost.
0: Oh my god. What?
1: You didn't just get exercise? Like, come on, what are you doing?
0: With all of that said, that concludes everything that I had to talk to you lovely people about today. Alden Akin, any final thoughts on the subject?
1: Um yeah, look into again for anyone at home, look into invisible raccoons. <laughs> or I'll even go as far as ghost raccoons. I mean ghost raccoons. There any, you know, maleficent animal that would cause you harm after a death. And raccoons are probably number one. They're pretty intelligent. If you've ever seen I recently watched The Great Outdoors and the raccoons in that movie are pretty smart. Um, What else should I say? Um, Ghost power. Think about it. If I had ghost gerbils running on wheels, would that work? They wouldn't tire. They wouldn't tire. They just keep going. Um, And I think the last thing is don't sue us when you burn your house down and you're a ghost. If it doesn't work and the ghost still haunts you, it's haunting you, not the house. You You should check that out beforehand. Check it out. Make sure your facts are before you before you burn the house down. Just saying.
0: Don't burn anything down, please. Um, Fire safety, kids. But anyway, thank you so much. Thank you so much for watching. We will be back again next week. I disappeared for a little bit because uh, it was Valentine's Day and the flower shop was very busy. So we will be back to our regular scheduled programming next week. Probably talking about more stuff that makes you feel. A little uncomfortable and wonder why.
1: <laughs> we were uncomfortable today.
0: I should have said scared, but then uncomfortable, uncomfortable. came out.
1: Get ready to be uncomfortable, guys. <laughs> Come on, <watch laughs> <a great laughs> hour. <laughs> I can't wait. Ghost gerbils. That'd be terrifying. I hate rodents. Can you imagine that? Ghost gerbils, they're like sitting on your desktop. You're like, get out of here. and You can't. And you just keep going through them. They're just looking at you with their beady little ghost eyes.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.